Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward. Each week I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money-saving tips, to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations worldwide. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with recent Disney Cruise bride Lydia Pert about her wedding aboard the Wonder. And she got such wonderful photos, I thought you guys would like to see them and to hear the story behind them. So welcome, Lydia. Hi, Carrie. Thanks. Thanks so much for being on the show today. I'm curious to know, first off, how you guys decided you wanted to get married aboard the Disney Cruise Line. Well, it was kind of a no-brainer for us because at the time, Dave, my well, fiancé at that time, was stationed in Colorado. I was living in Virginia, but our family was all over the East Coast. So no matter where we had a wedding, it would have basically ended up being a destination wedding for most of the people. So we decided to just take it a step further and make it an actual destination wedding. We both love cruises. I'm a huge Disney fan. And when I saw they did weddings, it was not even a question in our minds. That's great. And now what did your friends and family say when they found out that they were going to get to go on a cruise for your wedding? The overall response was pretty positive. Everyone was very excited. We had some grandparents who were disappointed because they're unable to travel, but for the most part, everyone was just ecstatic. That's good to hear. How many guests ended up making the trip? We invited 20 people and we had 45 come. Whoa, that's like the first time I've ever heard of that happening. (laughs) Yeah, Disney's more popular than we are, so we had lots of people want to come. That's great. And did they invite themselves or did you like extend the invitation or how did that work? Um, It was kind of both. It was one of these things where like, hey, you know, since we're coming on the cruise, can we bring so-and-so and and can so-and-so bring so-and-so? And it worked out great. We got to meet some fantastic people, you know, reunite with people we haven't seen in a really long time. It was just a big party the whole week. Oh, that sounds great. Now, what ship and wedding locations did you choose? Well, that's kind of the weird story. We had originally booked on a different ship. We booked on the Magic because that's just the ship I always cruised on when I was younger. And they were undergoing a whole bunch of like updates on us. They were going to be getting an aqueduct and all that cool stuff. But then about six-ish months before the cruise, we got an email saying that they were switching us to the Wonder and that the Magic was going to be doing more expensive cruises. So we ended up on the Wonder, which was a little bit disappointing for us because we'd wanted the Magic. And then I just kind of requested whatever room could accommodate 45 people. Wow. And so what did they give you for your 45 people? Um, They put us in the Outlook Cafe on the Wonder. When we first did the walkthrough, it looked way too small. And we're like, wow, we're never going to fit in here. So my wedding coordinator on the ship was fantastic. He just went around, found every possible space we could fit in, gave us options to go elsewhere. And we ended up just deciding to try to squeeze into the Outlook. And it ended up being perfect. Interesting. So those decisions were all made, you know, just days before your, because you were actually on the cruise at that point. Yeah, just the day before, because we got on there and the coordinator, he basically said, this is your wedding. If you will be nervous trying to squeeze into the Outlook Cafes, like I will bend over backwards to get you whatever you want. Oh, that's great. So tell me a little bit about that planning process, because I know that for most of the planning, you're dealing with a land-based coordinator, and then you have a whole different team that you deal with once you get on the ship. 
My experience with the planning was kind of strange just because I bounced through three or four different wedding coordinators with Disney. I felt like every time I met a new one, someone else was taking over. So that was that was a little bit weird for me, but by the time I got on the ship, all the stresses from that just completely went away because I realized the people on the land, they don't really do much other than write down what you want. It's the people on the ship who make it all happen, and they're the ones who will bend over backwards to make it happen. That's good to know. Did you customize the standard package elements at all or add anything? No, we ended up trying to keep it very, very basic because my husband and I both agreed that photographer, taking our own photographer was the top priority. So we didn't enhance anything so we could afford to take him with us. Okay. And tell me a bit about that. How did you find someone who would be willing to go on the cruise with you? Did you pay for his room or how did that work? Yeah, well, he is actually a friend of my husband's sister, so my sister-in-law. Um, he did our engagement photos about a year ago. He was just phenomenal. He blew our minds, and so we got talking to him about the wedding package, and his prices were not that much different from getting one of the Disney photographers on the ship to do it, and he basically said, I'll stick with you guys from the second I get off the airplane to the second I get back on. So for us, it was kind of an easy decision just because when we kind of did the math for the cruise photographer to have them for an hour and get all the pictures, we we're looking at maybe just a few hundred dollars less than it would have been just to take our photographer with us. And we got him for the entire week, thousands of pictures, complete rights to them. It was a much better deal for us. Wow. What other events besides the wedding was he able to capture for you? Literally, he captured every single thing. He went on to Castaway Key with us and got beach pictures done. He was really with us for every single aspect of the cruise. He, I picked him up at the airport, and he had his camera on hand as soon as he got there. He was taking pictures of me and Dave when we got to see each other at the airport for the first time in months. He was with us at the hotel. He rode with us in the limo. He just had his camera on hand the entire time. So Castaway Key, Mexico, dinners, every single second of the cruise. Wow. And even fireworks I saw. Yes. Yeah. He was so awesome. Like right after dinner, he found us this little secret spot up on one of the decks and got some phenomenal pictures of us with the fireworks. That's great. Well, you guys are really lucky because I know many of the photographers who do go on cruises, they still lay out ground rules so that they can have some time off. But it sounds like this guy was like with you guys the whole time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Honestly, I think he was probably as excited about photographing the wedding and the ship as I was to have him do it. He was just amazing. We had been talking to another photographer and he was one of those guys who was like, oh, yeah, well, I'll do it for this price. And I'll photograph you for four hours on the wedding day. Otherwise, not a thing. But Spencer just was like, hey, it's your wedding. I'm going on this cruise with you guys. I'll take your pictures. I don't care. That's great. Can you give my listeners an overview of how the day ran? I was in a little bit of a daze the whole time. After you plan something for 18 months, when the day finally comes, it's hard to believe. But it was actually one of the most laid back days of my life, weirdly. I just slept in, room service, like out of the blue, just delivered me fruit and coffee and stuff. So I didn't even have to leave the room. So that was really nice surprise. After that, I went up to the salon probably around 11 in the morning to have my hair done. It took about two hours. My hairstylist was phenomenal, just did such a good job. After that, I had my sister and my bridesmaids come to my room. We just did our makeup and hung out, snacked for a while. Then I you know, got into my dress. My photographer came. We took a bunch of pictures. Then the wedding 
and the rest of the night was just kind of a blur. <laughs> oh, I guess sometimes girls are worried about the timing. Like, did you have a an evening ceremony and did it bump up against when your dinner seating was or was that easily arranged? That was pretty easily arranged. I think originally they were going to have us do the 5.30 ceremony time, but because my officiant and his whole family were at the earlier seating, they gave us the earlier ceremony time at 4. Oh, that's good. And so then directly after the wedding, did you go take more pictures or did you go to dinner or how did the rest of the day go? We took pictures right after the reception and everything. We actually, we spent a long time in the Outlook Cafe just because the onboard coordinator told us like, it's your wedding. If you guys want to hang out here longer, you go right ahead. We're going to rearrange some chairs, but you guys feel free to chill out, eat more cake, do whatever you want. So we stayed up there for quite a while and then we went around and probably spent an hour or two taking pictures and then went right into dinner after that. That's great. So what ended up being your favorite memory of the day? Oh my gosh, I have so many. Honestly, just the best one would probably just be seeing Dave's face at the end of the aisle. I'd been so nervous and just shaky and then I saw him and I just completely lost it. I don't think I stopped crying through the entire ceremony. Aww. And then did anything go wrong or just not turn out like you expected? No, not at all. If anything went wrong, I did not notice. It was so, I don't know, it's Disney magic. It went perfectly. Yeah, and these things, they they have it down to a science. So it seems like most of the time people say, nope, everything was perfect. Yeah, I feel like, I mean, if you're looking for something to be wrong, you'll most likely be able to find it. Or if you're trying to kind of like mess with the system they have, then maybe in that case it won't be perfect. But I, I can't think of a single thing that I would change. Oh, that's great to know. Was there any aspect of the wedding that seemed like a big deal beforehand and then turned out not to be? Probably the whole entire thing. I was in the wedding business as a planner for several years, and I was just used to dealing with vendors and this person not showing up late and this going wrong. And so I was expecting the same level. So I was trying to micromanage everything, you know, calling coordinators every day, like, are you sure this is going to be right? Are you sure this is going to happen? Then I got on, then I realized Disney had it taken care of before I could even think of it as being an issue. That's great. So, And that's great that you were able to then let it go and not continue to micromanage. (laughs) Exactly. Yes. I just, I wish I had taken the time beforehand and just chilled out because I definitely had myself worked into a little bridezilla tizzy before the wedding, just stressing about all the things that could potentially go wrong. And I think if I just turned it over to Disney a little bit better than I did, it would have been less stressful on me because they were so good at their jobs. That's great. Do you have any tips or advice for future Disney Cruise brides and grooms? I mean, a couple of things. Like, first off, I'd want to say, you know, Disney really does know what they're doing. If you have a concern, they'll do everything they can to make sure that everything goes smoothly for you. So try not to stress about it too much because that's just going to ruin your experience. And then the other thing, too, I always want to tell people is, Personally, I think everyone should try to budget for a photographer if they're able. I know not everybody can, but if it comes down to, you know, I don't know, the extra $5,000 for this and for that, just put that towards a photographer instead because honestly, that's really the only way you or anyone else is going to remember the wedding in 5, 10, 20 years is the pictures. That's a good point, yeah. Well, Lydia, thank you so much for being on the show today and sharing your experience. I think it's going to be really helpful for anyone considering or planning a cruise wedding, and I appreciate your taking the time. Well, thank you very much for having me on. That's our show for today. 
If you enjoyed it, be sure to rate the Disney Wedding Podcast on iTunes so that others will find it. You can also send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show's website. And for instant answers to all your Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings questions, check out Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at passporter.com weddings.asp or in print at passporter.com and amazon.com.